0: what's up everybody it's your favorite podcast get a bucket i'm your host trey thank you i always love you love. i really, really appreciate it like never give yourself a round of applause just give yourself a round of applause i hope everyone has had a wonderful weekend i hope everybody enjoyed their weekend um yet again there's no sports it sucks uh but you know we're gonna stick through this thing you know it's it's kind of uh everyone in it together type deal you know like it this is really a tough time, but hopefully my show along with various others out there can help you get throughout the week. So with all that being said, let's go ahead and start right on into the show. Alright, half one. Mark Cuban has been in the news lately. He was stating that he spoke with a few people from the CDC and um, Center of Disease Control and he's optimistic the NBA season will resume around mid-May he's not you know set in stone you know this isn't concrete he's just saying he's optimistic that everything will resume come mid-May now he didn't get specific saying well will there be fans or anything like that but I have a I, I have a little trepidation about that I'm not gonna lie to you like I don't think we're gonna be starting mid-May if, if we do great more power to us I just don't see it personally like a lot of things being shut down um, I'm, I'm hearing a couple of areas of being quarantined personally like, like in terms of if you're caught outside and you're not going shopping or something to that degree like you get a ticket or some type of punishment comes your way like it's getting to that degree in various areas and people aren't even allowed to travel so starting up in mid-may and mind you it's about April now I don't know if that's likely now I'm like I said, I'm good with the boys still hooping. Like I don't mind seeing like the NBA resuming, but you got a lot of factors that are going to take into consideration. For example, I think if you resume the NBA, you got to quarantine the players for starters, like off jump, because you have to make sure they're healthy. And then they can't just go back home and then possibly become infected and now infect the NBA yet again. Like so, they would have to be quarantined or you have to quarantine them and their family. So you have to actually talk with the players and see if that's actually something that they're willing to risk. And again, we don't know much about the coronavirus. I mean, Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell have actually been reported as cleared from the, of, the, of the coronavirus. We haven't heard anything of Christian Wood or Kevin Durant or any of the three Nets players or the two Lakers players or the Denver Nuggets staff members. I mean, we, we just don't know what's actually going to be going on with the coronavirus. So there's a lot of factors in play and... I don't know if that's going to be resolved in the next month considering we don't know we don't like there's no known cure yet for the coronavirus I mean there's a couple of theories uh, hypotheses optimistic um, statements but again a lot of unknowns so I'd like to see it but I don't think it's going to be realistic for us to see the NBA resume in March I mean I'm sorry in May Halftime. That that's right. I'm gonna hit straight off the dome, ladies and gentlemen, because I actually had a good time doing this part. And I was playing 2K. Uh, I was playing 2K, and was a coworker. And um, out of the series, best of three, as of right now, I'm up two to one. Um, I skunked them the first time, and I, I gotta admit, like it playing against somebody else, it does it does get your competitive nature back. Like I I, ha- I really did want to go play basketball after after playing that competitive game. 2K, I mean, it was a good game. I felt comfortable all three games. I shouldn't have lost the second one. But again, just like being, I realized playing 2K, playing against competitive players, it gets that competitive nature going. And that's one way to kind of cope with not having basketball out there. I mean, you might think, okay, well, that's, that's that's an easy answer to say. No, no, no. Playing 2K against other people, it is... Like playing basketball, especially if they know how to play the game. I mean, you can set pick and rolls. All right, how am I going to play against them? You got to make moves and, and things like that. Of nature, it's it, it, it's it's really it's really similar. Like you just don't have the physicality aspect of it. Again, ladies and gentlemen, I wanted to make this quick. Get yourself a game of two K in every once in a while. It's very helpful. I usually do two K. Watch some highlights. Talk with a few folk over like some basketball topics. And then I might even shadow a hoop every once in a while. So I even got, like I said, I got a hoop in my, in my in my apartment and I just shoot around with that. So it's a mini hoop. So again, all of those, but definitely 2K, especially around other people. And maybe the computer gets your game like going for you. Who knows? Like whatever. But 2K definitely did help me out. So hope you guys take my advice and play it your damn self. All I ask is that if you talk trash, please, like people, this is for life in general. If you... If you dish it out, you have to be able to take it, too, okay? So if you talk trash and you end up losing, you got to take it. I'm sorry. It is what it is. All right, have to. Now, I think you guys might not agree with me on this part. Some of you guys might, actually, but I think when I make the statement, you guys are going to initially think, whoa, what in the world? Because I can make a bevy of reasons why you shouldn't make that statement, right? But here it goes. I think Carson Edwards is going to be the next Steph Curry. I'm a big Carson Edwards fan. He played at Purdue. Um, and actually his college stats were very similar to Curry's. I mean, he surpassed Curry with 139 points in the NCAA tournament. Like, that's one thing. Um, he took his team to the Elite Eight when honestly there weren't too too many players on Purdue. Like Purdue was okay, but he had to get he had to be hot in order for them to really go this far, right? And that was similar to Curry at Davidson. Like I, I can't think of anybody off Purdue's team that that went to the draft like like this past year, except for Edwards. So again, that's what Edwards, that's what Curry did. Now Edwards did not have to become the point guard during his year. He was more of like the combo guard, shooting guard type. But it's easier to learn how to be point, I think, than it is to shoot. I mean, there's a lot. It's it's a game changer. Lonzo Ball's having a harder time adjusting, whereas... I don't think Jamal Murray will have a harder time adjusting to being a playmaker. I I really, truly don't. He also doesn't have to be on his team. But the point is, it's easier for a scorer to think, okay, we'll pass, because when you're scoring all the time, when you're trying to score all the time, there's going to be points where you get stopped. And you need your offense, you need your team to help you out, to bail you out. When you're passing all the time, it... It's kind of hard to switch it. Like I, I I like to pass the ball my damn self. And sometimes it's hard to switch to being in the to switch to a scorer's mentality unless I'm either irritated and agitated by a defender. Or I just have the hot hand and I realize, hey, this is the best move for me. Like I like to play make and dish and set other people up for an easier shot. So I think it's gonna be easier for Carson Edwards to actually transition into making the point guard responsibilities. Like I'm sure he has like he's been able to show he's shown that he's been able to take the pressure in big stage. I mean again, the similarities between him and Curry are he, they both carried their teams to the elite 8 and they lost to the eventual champions. And I do think that history repeats itself. So, will he get to the unanimous MVP? I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about to that feat because there are going to be players that can usurp that. I'm saying he's going to be the best at shooting deep range. Like, he's going to, he's going to hit that type of marker. Like, that's what we're going to, to expect from him. And I think he also has the capability to become the playmaker that Steph is, that is in his future. Like, that is a great possibility. And I think the Celtics need to retain him. Make sure, because Kemba's going to slide off eventually in the next two years. Guarantee you. You want to have a quality backup? And Edwards has shown he can hit in bunches. That pairing with him, Jalen Brown, and Jason Tatum. Now you're giving Jalen Brown more room and Jason Tatum more space. Like, come on now, that's a that that's a dangerous combination. And he doesn't have to play, but so much defense. Because Steph has shown you don't have to play, but so much defense. Like you can be a average to sub par defender and be okay to get MVP so again I think Carson Edwards is going to be the next Steph Curry I think I'm crazy but I'm, I'm going out on a limb here people all right thank you all for listening to the podcast I really and truly do hope you all enjoyed the show please continue to subscribe to the channel um, just continue to follow every week ladies and gentlemen critique it if you need to I, I really do appreciate it. I, I always want honest and, like, 100% feedback. Tell anybody who's anybody. Keep following the IG page at bucket underscore pod. And, again, hope you all have a wonderful weekend. Enjoy it. Enjoy your time out here during quarantine. Enjoy it. Like, you're home. You're chilling. If you're not home, you, you don't have to be out that long. So, again, make the best out of the situation, people. All right? I'm about to go play a little more 2K. All right, see y'all.